Hey, hello? Hey, there we go. There we go. Oh, my gosh. I don't know what was going on. Okay. Oh. Yeah, it kept, kept, like, opening Anchor, but it would just take me to, like, just my profile and just – that was it. And then after you closed the other one, it brought me to it, but then it was, like, no longer recording. I'm like, you missed it. And I was like, what? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Like, it was really weird. So I was waiting for, like, maybe, like, 45 seconds for you guys to join the call, I guess. But, um, I mean, like I said, probably by the time you tried to rejoin, I probably, like, canceled the, the session, if that makes sense. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It could have been timing, but it was just really weird because normally we don't really have, you know, technical issues, I guess, regarding just starting a call. But, I mean, regardless, we're here now. Um uh, Simbot either may or may not be joining. She, I don't, I think she's still adjusting to uh, the new podcast hours. <laughs> um, but uh, she may or may not join later, which is fine. Um, but yeah, so um, what time is it for you right now? Isn't that like what, like uh, 12 uh, o'clock? Uh, yeah, about 10 to midnight. Okay. Oh wow. Jeez. How's it feel like to live in the future, man? How's it feel? That was like so nah, awkward. Pause. The day was pretty easy. <laughs> You're like, hmm. How should I answer this question? Nah, but it's yeah. all good. Uh, but yeah, the meat. Yeah. Oh, hilarious. Oh, I'm like, watch what? Out, watch out for the, <laughs> I was like, uh, completely. Huh? <laughs> yeah. It's like whatever my head. <laughs> See, anytime you make a Destiny reference, man, you got to take a Jello shot. Eyes up, or something. Again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shoot. Uh, let me see. Hi, how are you coming? Uh, I just want to hear you for a second. I just want to test the sound real quick. See how you're coming through. You're coming. <laughs> I just thought this was a little static. I just had to notice just now. Okay, so you good, though. You good. You good. All right, so uh, we're just going to start the podcast right away. So uh, welcome, everyone, to the uh, 22nd episode of the EBD podcast, where we talk about everything but destiny. I'm your host, Wayne Zero One One Ninety Three, and we got our <laughs> co-host, Superfly Mana. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm weak. Okay, so yeah, uh, like I said, Sinbon should be joining us soon. Um, like I said, I think she's just adjusting to the new podcast hours um so either she should join the she she should be joining the the recording shortly but if not you know it'll just be me and paul today uh so today we're going to be talking about two games uh resident evil 3 and we're going to talk about gears of war 5 more in depth so um we all know that uh resident resident evil 3 recently came out on xbox and uh pc i think playstation i think pc maybe but i know they i know it recently came out and uh, I know it's a remake from, you know, the the old Resident Evil from however many years ago. But uh, I know they did a remake of Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3. And uh, just watching it, you know, like from a spectator's from a spectator's perspective, it looks it looks amazing. Um, okay, it's it looks very frustrating and uh, kind of frightening. Um, the, the mere fact that it's just uh I don't know. There's always like a looming threat, you know, for example, in the, I was going to say in the, uh, in the second Resident Evil two, I know the tyrant was one of the main antagonists. And then in this one in Resident Evil three, we have the nemesis, which is like 
the upgraded version of the tyrant, you know, just with some kind of parasitic, you know, thing with it or in it. But uh, have you have you ever played the uh, the old Resident Evil games or anything like that? So I have. I'm trying to remember which one though specifically. It was on the GameCube actually, when the GameCube was still fairly new. So I mean, this is like this is this is stretching back a few years. I mean, um, <laughs> that's crazy. Kids, are kids now are probably like, what's a GameCube, Dad? You know, because like... I mean, man, I think I was. That sounds about right. Came out but yeah, I mean, around the same good. time as PlayStation Two, pretty sure. So, so I'm trying to think. Like that sounds right. I mean, that sounds about right. That's when I played nothing but GameCube. So yeah, three probably. Yeah. So I mean, that's the one that I had. I want to say it might have even just been like Resident Evil. Like no number attached to it. I remember <laughs> the very beginning was you like get to a house and you get inside and. Man, I, I normally died or failed shortly after that. Like it was, it was freaky because, you know, you walk around, you literally look. There's nothing in front of you, like nothing. You're you're looking at a corner of a room. You turn around, you turn back around, and all of a sudden there's you're just being attacked like out of nowhere. And I mean, used to like, yeah. I used to scare yeah. me. I used to be like, <laughs> That's crazy. I couldn't play that game because I was always panicking. But it was like controller all wet. Nasty. I I, I hear you. I think I think the only time I played Resident Evil games, and I don't know which one it was, but I know it was a Resident Evil game. Only time I ever played it was when I was at the uh, the arcade. You know, when I was at like at a Dave and Buster's or like at the movie theater where they actually had an arcade. That's the only time I ever played Resident Evil. And you do remember? Do you remember back in the day where they had those kind of like that? They had the the plastic gun, and you're you know you're virtually shooting zombies. It's basically like the old school we yeah oh yeah yeah no i i don't know if i don't know if they're still called resident evil because you know times change but i i i played those games relatively recently because when i was you know visiting xander back in the summer at the end of the summer um you know he loves that stuff so we would go to the arcade i would drop all the money there and i mean we would just go from shooting dinosaurs in the Jurassic Park game to shooting zombies and possibly the Resident Evil game. I mean, we just bounce back and forth on those games. So those Jurassic the Park. That, that, yes, I definitely I know it's not Resident Evil, uh-huh. but yo, that was my favorite arcade game to play. And I would like, it would be like, like that game would be like an, an, an arc nemesis. Like, I would be like, all right, man, I need to beat this level. And then like the next time I come to the theater, I'll come back and I try to make sure I beat that level. So, Oh, that's crazy! Yeah, that that was fun. The, the, the uh, Jurassic Park shooting game was fun, yo. That was fun. Um, I I think I mean honestly, like I I grew up just not even not not even allowed to watch scary movies, let alone play scary games. So I guess for some reason the fact that it was just a shooting game in an arcade, I guess it was deemed acceptable because it was just I don't know, it was a shooting game. It, it, I guess the the uh, the uh, the atmosphere was just different. You know what I mean? And it didn't seem as like spooky. I guess. Cause you know it's just I don't know it's just different I guess, but yeah man like um I think the only time I actually had any kind anything to do with Resident Evil was 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 when I was playing those arcade games back in the day. Can't believe I'm saying back. I'm only 26 years old, and uh I saw I was real late to the party, but I ended up seeing I believe some of the Resident Evil movies, which I 
didn't understand or care for too much. I I just never really understood it. I never, I still don't understand the lore or the story yeah. behind the whole thing. I just know that there is a corp- corporation called Umbrella Corps or the Umbrella Corporation, and that's all I know. <laughs> I'm assuming. I'm assuming there's. I'm just obviously. I'm assuming there's human experimentation, rather mm-hmm. involuntary, involuntary or not. Uh, you know, human uh, um, experimentation, but I'm I'm sure it's probably used for military use. I mean, like let's be honest. Anytime someone wants to enhance the you know the human genome, it's for you know. In, yeah, right. Right. Yeah, but uh, I that's the gist of what I got. Stuff. But when I was watching the movie, I was so confused. Even like during the movie, I believe I saw because I, th- I believe I saw two different Resident Evils uh, and I saw one of the main characters uh, in the second movie, but she played as another character. So like, let's say the in the first Resident Evil, you know, we got a chick that plays, I guess, a certain character. Now, I could be wrong. Uh, you know, but this is how I perceived it, or maybe I understood it. But in the first, and then on one of the movies that I saw, and then one of the Resident Evil movies that I saw, one of the main, the one of the main characters was was a female uh, protagonist. And in the next movie, the 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 character, the 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 protagonist, the female protagonist was played by another actor. But but the but the confusing part was, the lady or the, the female that played the female protagonist in the main movie was in the second one, but she played as another character. So that just confused me. So I'm like, there's two of these, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. That's, that's, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. No, that sounds confusing. And I feel like, I feel like you're right. I feel like the oh, one chick. How about this? Played no, no. In it, uh, okay. Have you seen ultraviolet? Like that. I don't want to call her Russian or something, but she was, Yes, correct. I think she Ultra played in. Sounds she played familiar. as one of the main I, yeah, female the protagonists the in one movie, and then in the next movie, she was in the same. She was. She was. She was another character, but she wasn't. She didn't play as the same character, which confused me. You know what I mean? I think that was it. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I, I have to look into. It. I have to Google that stuff and figure that out. I know what you're talking about though, and yeah, I, I saw. I think I've seen at least one full Resident Evil movie and probably bits and pieces of another. I just remember those, like, I'll call them hellhounds because I don't know what they were, but they they reminded me of the dogs. Oh, really? I, I thought you were going to say Black of Zombies. That's what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> Callous Raid. Yeah. I don't know. No, they're, they're, like, they're like zombie dogs, and there was, like, two of them. But someone was, like... Oh, I know, I know you're talking like, about. Was this dude... And uh, release them on her. He whatever. looked like he, he looked like a tyrant. I think he was the tyrant like back then back in the day. But uh did he have like glasses on and like had a black trench coat or a leather coat? Oh, uh, I don't know. And that my memory is not that good, but I just I'm gonna have to watch I, I, did, I know that like the first, like the ones that I've seen weren't bad. There's just a lot of them. And I don't know, I don't know how these things, like, you know, it's almost like, what's this show, Stranger Things? Like, we're going to have a fourth <laughs> season of Stranger Things? Like, <laughs> right? how do they not so many series, dude. Honestly, I don't know. I, I, mean? I can't like, really keep track. And like I said, I believe I only saw, well, I'm like itching, sorry. I think I only saw two, uh, uh, two of these um, Resident Evil series. I mean, I personally, I mean, when it comes to video games, you know, going into movie territory, I think the transition is very hard. Uh, because 
even no matter how much you it's like no, no matter how much you study a character and play the game and do all these things which granted i think that's like the only way you're really going to get a good you know transition from video game to movie because I, th- I think every I think everyone needs to play it. Not not only understand the story, but need, but needs to play the game. In my opinion, so you have a good understanding and feel of how the characters act. And the reason why I think that's very hard to make that transition from video game to movie is because uh, it's because it's, it's, uh, there, there's certain details that you'll leave out that character that, that a lot of people that are video game fans will actually notice. It's kind of like you know people that read the book versus you know versus like the movie you know what i mean like that's why usually the book is better than the movie in most cases if you like to read versus like you know the video game is obviously way better or you feel that you know i guess you could say that the movies don't really uh represent you know the the canon of where they got it from well you understand what i'm saying and uh i just think like i said i think i think video games are just having rough honestly i feel like mm-hmm. when it comes to video game movies i think and I don't know how the budget looks, but I think it's just easier. Well, not easier, but I think I think it'll be better, more aesthetically pleasing if they just stuck to uh, computer generated images. You know, CGI, like everything. You saw like how you know how like we have cutscenes in Destiny or or in any kind of video game, right? And sometimes the CGI looks really good, and I'm like, mm. and have you ever consider like, hey, I actually watch this if this was like a movie. Yeah, I mean, 100%. I mean, you think about... But you gotta have, like, the right idea for that kind of stuff, too, which I think the Resident Evil movies, at least from what I remember, hit it more home. But I think, like, we'll we'll pull Destiny because it's an easy topic. Um, You think about, like, if you were to make a Destiny movie... (laughs) Like, it has to be a series. It can't just be one movie. You would almost have to do it as, like... Yeah, it can't. And well, I don't can't, know. It would almost have to be like a TV series. Like, what was that show back on HBO? Um, True, True Detective, maybe, or something like that? I forget what it was called, but it was literally yeah. like eight episodes, and that was the whole season, and they'd be like an hour each or something like that. Um, but you could have like maybe one episode, maybe one movie is just like the yeah. battle of Twilight. No, 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 I, get what, I, how I, I can, no, really I understand what you're saying. You can't condense something like an entire story I don't know. Uh, right down right? to like one or two hours. That's why some movies appear rushed, uh, cheap or whatever, because you're trying to, trying to fit a whole bunch in and it's, and it's not really being, you know, but all this stuff is just getting fleshed out and, you know, you're missing some pieces. So that's why, I, that's, I think that's, that's, that's what I, I think that's why the, the, also the transition is hard yeah. as well. Because depending upon what you're trying to, you know, I think, yeah, I think that's what I mean. I think I actually read this article and it was, I think the title was like why video game movies are in like development hell because they just will never get out. It's just, it's just that bad. So I, like, I think my example is not only the Resident Evil ones. I mean, maybe they're not that bad. But then again, I watched them at a time where I really didn't really understand what I was watching. And I don't know, maybe I just... I couldn't really critique it properly. I just, I'm just, I was all about action. I just want to see some fighting, I, I just, I'm some shooting, some zombies. I don't know, but like the Halo, Halo movies, for example. I know Forward Unto Dawn. That's I didn't know that was a Halo movie until I saw like the cover of it, and we didn't even see that ninja until like the very end of the movie. And on top of it, we really didn't even see his full body. Like it was just like you, you knew it was Master Chief because they, they, uh, they, um. They, like, they showed you like like a piece of his helmet or something like that. I got a text. Sorry, my fault. Like a piece of his helmet or whatever. Or like, I don't know. It was just so, so awkward. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. They made they made yeah, well, a, they, they made like an Assassin's Creed movie, Creed, right? Was it Assassin's Creed? Yeah, I think that was a movie. Yeah. But like, I remember watching the movie, feeling lost as hell. I mean, I was like, but they had to give. I don't know. They had to like give some kind of explanation of how it all came about and how it worked, right? And I get that, but yeah, it's like you—if ha- you have a game that is supposed to take forty hours of gameplay to complete, and then you try and turn it into a movie, it's—it's it's definitely hard. And I mean, the lore has to come. I mean, you got to make up lore. You got to make up like how it's all going to flow. I mean, yeah, I mean, no, that's others. what I'm saying. I think those are the real reasons. Yeah, I, I just never understood that because uh, when I was playing, and I will get into like my experience of playing Resident Evil Three. Uh, I freaking yeah, it's just I've always wondered what was the problem. Like, how come you? How come we can't make these movies good? I mean, all you got to do is just understand the story. Like, I just never understood it. But I think that's really the reason, right? People are trying to compact all the all this information into you know like an hour or two you know one or two hours and they don't even have the the budget you know to you know get all that film so they have to kind of rush or render or use whatever they need to do to get their story across so sometimes the cgi will come off cheap you know because you know i don't know this is multiple reasons why they're trying to you know fit something in or explain a story or whatever make something up even and i'm like man it's just Probably not. Now, in my mind, I'm thinking it's just probably not a good idea for you to try to make a movie out of something. Rather, how about you just, I don't know, honestly, like when it comes to Destiny, you could just, the the, the CGI cutscenes you have, just make them lengthier. And instead of making it a movie, make it a TV series. Or uh, if you want, even if you can make it a movie, just but, but make it clear and obvious that this is going to be an ongoing series. You know what I mean? Destiny One, Destiny Two, whatever. Yeah, well, I mean, like I said, you could have one. It's like that old Twilight Gap. Boom! There's a whole movie, whole like couple episodes, whatever you need to. Make yeah, right. Like, how about um, that's good. I, I think you could have oh. each rate. Right, anyway, we're getting off topic. Movie. Okay, so um, <laughs> now my my we're about before we make the transition. Uh, I know that uh, I. I I think I'm the only one on the podcast that actually even played Resident Evil, like the updated version. Um, and I only played the demo of Resident Evil 3. First time was doing it last night. Oh my gosh, man. Watching it and playing it, it it's a totally different feel because you remember how I said earlier, I thought like it was it was like very creepy, but at the same time, it, it, it wasn't creepy to the point where like it just like when I would watch people play, it would frustrate me because I'm like, well, how come your aim is off? How come? You know, you have limited ammo. I mean, you could just run. You don't have to try to. It's very different. You know what I mean? When you actually play the game. So when I played the game yesterday, last night, oh my gosh, it was such a frightening experience. <laughs> First of all, I was I was frustrated because the, the lack of ammunition. So like I said, granted, I never truly played a Resident Evil game unless it was like the arcade version at a movie theater, right? Or not an arcade. So I never really got the true feel or I guess the, a true experience of what a Resident Evil game should be or, or supposed to be, like, I guess, I guess on console. So when I was going in there, I mean, I already kind of knew that there was going to be lack of ammunition, you know, like from watching gameplay. So you kind of have to, you know, uh, you know, watch what you pick up. Even have to even do like you have to balance your inventory correctly because there's times where you'll find something that's useful, but you can't pick it up because you got so much other stuff. So you have to really balance out your inventory. And even on top of it, too the locker that you put your inventory in you have to find that stuff so you can't it's not always available to you it's not always available to you to put stuff in so you really have to manage 
what you have on and really think about what you're picking up. Um, so there's a lot of factors that go into that. Uh, so when I was playing that for the first time, I was already nervous uh, because I, 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 I don't like when things are chasing me or, you know, just sudden jump scares. And it, <laughs> like the graphics are amazing. First of all, the graphics are great. Um, I, I Like I said, I don't really know the story. But uh, like within a few, I guess it was like a, it was like a thirty minute broadcast. It was a thirty. It was like, it was like a thirty minute broadcast of me playing it. Oh my gosh, yo, the nemesis was so freaking scary. The first time I ran into that dude, it was like a cutscene, and he, and I saw him like taking a zombie and putting a par- parasitic, putting like a giant parasite on a zombie's head, and then that's my first interaction with him. So he's just like charging me. I'm like, oh shoot! So like, the only way you can actually really deal with this guy is to dodge him or shoot him to stun him. Like, you're fighting him or dodging him. Like, you're going to get in close proximity no matter what. You can't really avoid that. And the reason why it was so scary, and honestly, actually, before I even get, before I even get to why I thought it was scary, uh, but, like, it's, I, I view dodging his attacks, like, it's, it's, it's absolutely necessary. Like, that's something you can't avoid. In my mind, I, I think of dodging in this game as a necessary parry when it comes to like, you know, like sword games or fighting games, you know what I'm saying? You know, some bosses require you to parry their attacks in order for you to actually do damage to them. Well, it feels yeah. like with this dude, you really like, he's too fast and too strong and you don't, and you don't run quick enough in order, you know, in order to escape. So you're forced to actually engage with this guy. Now you can get lucky, but even though, even, even when you escape, the reason why I was so afraid is because he's always a looming threat. So if you're like in the open area or whatever, sometimes, he, oh my gosh, he'll just like f- collapse right in front of you and just like jump from a building or something. And you're like, dang, like you just, you get so scared. <laughs> and like the crazy thing is he's, he's like, you can't kill him. You can only stun him by shooting him or give him the jukes. And oh, it is so frustrating. And that's what a frustrating part comes in because if you're coming into this game expecting to just run away, it's not going to happen because, because like the fight or flight thing will just kick in, but you try to run away and it just doesn't work. You know what I'm saying? You're like, Oh, come on. And then like on top of it too, you're dealing with zombies that, that you can't really yeah. one shot kill with a pistol that you get. You know what I'm saying? I think you have like, I don't think it's a, it could be like a 22, Pistol or a nine nine millimeter. I know this. Those are it's, it's different, obviously, in terms of caliber. But the, the the point is, you can't one shot a zombie to hit with some of these pistols, or at least yeah. with the pistol that you start off with. So that's the frustrating part. You like, but the thing is, the fastest way to take down a zombie is is with a headshot, right? But it takes three headshots. And the problem with this, the aim assist is already off. But you could turn it on. Honestly, when I when I I, I got so scared when I first ran into the nemesis. I got so scared that it, when I died for the first time by him, it gave me an option to uh, have 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 the game mode like assisted, you know, which gave me increased aim assist, more ammunition, an assault rifle, you know, like like an AR. I'm like, oh, it, it gave you that too. It gave you more space too. I'm like, okay, because <laughs> I felt oh, that man. I needed it. I because before before I ran into this nemesis, I already saw some gameplay, <laughs> so I know where to get the shotgun. I understood the mechanics a little bit in terms of the movement, the aiming, the shooting. You know what I mean? I kind of got it. You know what I'm saying? But it didn't just quite prepare me just fighting him. Like, oh, it was such a terrifying – it's a terrifying experience, and it's also frustrating. And I think that's a terrible combination for me personally because I don't like being chased. 
And on top of it, too, it's frustrating because, you know, you, you, you don't really necessarily you can't just run away. You actually have to engage. And if you don't master these engagements properly, you're going to die and it's going to frustrate you. And I think another part is when it comes to killing zombies that I can't stand. I feel like that I'm forced more more and more, more or less forced to use a gun on them. It's hard to even really juke a zombie because it's hard to, the timing is weird. It's kind of, you, you can't really tell when a zombie's going to lurk, jerk at you and grab you. Yeah, because they're so slow and swayy. And then, yeah, bam! You're like, oh, shoot! Whoa! You know what I mean? <laughs> and then on top of it, there's a mechanic where you have to like tap A, and in your mind, you're thinking, oh, I'm going to hurry up and tap A to get the zombie off me. You still get bit, and then you push them off. So it, the only difference is, the only difference is, if you tap A, yeah, you, you'll get bit, but you'll just get the zombie off you. But if you don't tap A, the zombie will just keep munching on you. Which I'm like, it's just inevitable. I'm like, what's the point? They're like, what is the point of having that tag? That's just frustrating as all heck. So I'm scared <laughs> and mad. So I, I so as soon as, and I actually completed the, the tutorial. I believe it took me way longer than it should have been. But I was like kind of trying to just explore. I was nervous, scared. And plus I was streaming. So I was really just trying to, you know. Oh, but honestly, I mean, uh, I, I, but, but the game definitely, I mean, yeah. it's, there's, there's a reason why the game is like that. It's definitely, it's, you, it's, it's intentional. You know what I mean? Like, you're not supposed to just run away from your problems. You're supposed to engage accordingly. You're supposed to manage your inventory accordingly. You know, it does encourage exploration. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it's always, the, the, but it's genius because despite the, despite the weapons you get, the fact that there's a looming threat just, just always around, even after you kill the zombies, the fact that the nemesis can just pop up that keeps you on your toes and it, may, and it makes you want to be ready, makes you want to prepare you know what I'm saying? So when a dude shows up, you're like, oh, shoot, are you ready? So you could just <laughs> get your grenade launcher out or something. But, uh, uh, yeah, because it was, it was actually a point in time where I need, I, I wanted a grenade. I'm like, oh, I got a grenade. I don't think I even used a grenade, actually. I was so scared that I just, I died. But, <laughs> I mean, I guess you could say so, but the grenade works on him. You just toss it and That's boom. Like you know what I mean? He goes down very quickly. I mean, the grenade goes off pretty, pretty darn quickly. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, that was my experience for uh, uh, Resident Evil 3 demo. Am I buying it? No. I thought I wanted it, but I don't. Um, I really did. I thought I was brave. I said, nah. I even cut off the lights in my house to, you know, you know, <laughs> create the atmosphere. Nah, Jack. I was... I did. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I kept it on for no, 30 minutes, no, but I was just did. like, dude, I can't do it. I can't do this. <laughs> All right. No, it's not. It's not. From my, from my, well, is it? Well, a, I can't, yeah. I, I, from, my, from my understanding, there isn't. I think there is some multiplayer that's aspect kind of, in there somewhere. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. When I was in the Microsoft store, I saw something, but I don't know. For the most part, I do know for a fact that it is a single player game. Um, but yeah, all right. So, uh, all right, guys, we're going to make that transition over to Gears of War 5. But uh, before we do that, you're going to hear uh, a, sp- a word from our sponsor, Anchor. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back, baby. Boom. Uh, bo- <laughs> I wonder, do you like, like, uh, like, no, it doesn't matter. Forget it. Okay. So anyway, we're going to talk about Gears of War 5. So uh, thank you guys again for tuning in to another episode. Uh, so we're going to talk about Gears of War 5. So uh, I know that Gears has, uh, I know last week we talked about the the new game mode 
and I think also the returning game mode, uh, Horde Frenzy. So gr- Gridiron and Horde Frenzy, that, those are the two game modes that are featured in Gears of War 5 right now. And I think Horde Frenzy is temporary because I, I think it was here at some point. I, I, I mean, I could be wrong. But uh, like I said, just, just for the people that don't know, Gridiron is, is a capture the flag game mode. So every, for each round, everyone gets one life. And of course, you capture the flag that's, that's in the middle and you try to get it to your opponent's side. Uh, if you die with the flag, the flag is wherever the last person carried it at. So, you know, there, there's that, you know, I never really, I, I never really cared for uh, that kind of, um, I never really cared for that kind of gameplay anyway. I think maybe when I was in Halo, I did. But anyway, and then the other one is Horde Frenzy, where it's more of a condensed style Horde game mode where, you know, instead of, instead of Horde, because instead, instead of taking like an hour or two out of your day, playing horde getting to round 50 this is more of a condensed game mode where there's a lot more bosses uh and a lot less rounds i think a total of 12 rounds and uh yeah right there uh yeah yeah that's that sounds pretty fun um i guess it depending upon the character you're playing sure you know what i mean and we're going we're going to get into my opinion on that uh well i mean if you're if you're that stupid bot whatever it's called the oh you mean jack yeah, I hate Jack. What? You're a hater. Jack is actually essential. What are you talking about? Oh, <laughs> You're like debatable. Okay. Um. Well, okay. So for those of you that don't know, uh, there are characters in Horde that you can, There's there are new characters or new playable characters in, in Horde now. Um. So there, there are characters from Escape, which is like Keegan, Mac, and Lonnie. From Escape, they made their transition over to Horde, so you could play them at Horde now. And they also added um, some new some new playable characters, such as Akog Gear, Baird, Cole, Clayton Carmine, and his nephew, Lizzie. Um, but we're going to get into details in terms of uh, how to get them and, uh, you know, some of my, I guess, issues. And then, you can, of course, you can weigh in on it, too. My issues on... You know, just the whole uh, uh, skill system and all that, and my feelings about about horde. All right, so from from what I understand, uh, not from well, not actually from this is what I this is what it is. Um, the 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 characters, uh, the cog gear, Baird, Cole, Clayton, Carmine, and Lizzie. Um, you can either buy these characters with currency called iron that you can either buy like with your real money, or you can earn in game, or you can buy totems. Uh, with with game currency called scrap um, to get these characters. Okay, so these characters aren't just available for you, which is very interesting, by the way, because I could have swore I could have swore the cog gear was available at some point, like without going through this kind of system. Like I think I was able. I think the cog gear was available to choose. I just didn't choose them. And I think I've I've been away from Gears Five for a minute, so there's certain things I happen to notice that. I could have swore that that I had or that I used at some point or that was available to me. Uh, for example, the, one of the characters, Kate, um, there's a skill where if you get kills while you're invisible, it extends the, the, the duration of your invisibility. And I knew I had that because I had a build set like that. So when I went to play as Kate, I realized that my the duration wouldn't last long. And I'm like, well, what's the, what's the holdup? I noticed that I, they changed the skill card. And now that skill card you know i had to earn it again and it was it was a it was a legendary skill card instead of an epic you know skill card i'm like what so i don't know why they made the changes that they made uh whatever 
Um, I don't really have on it. But was it the same, or did it come, like actually change the skill? Um, so well, it, it it definitely it extended the duration of the skill. I don't, but I don't think it really changed the skill. Like in general, like the, the fact that the fact that I had to re-earn it, re-earn this skill. I don't think there's anything different about. It. I just, I kind of think it's weaker in my opinion. Maybe because maybe maybe because the skill I had before, maybe I had it leveled up, and you know when each kill I got. You know, it increased the timer a lot more. You know, so I did. I just, I just reacquired this skill again. You know what I mean? So well, that's what I'm saying. So I do remember you already having that. That's why I'm curious as to like why you would have to re-earn it if they would if they changed it. But even still, why would you have to re-earn it? I, I don't know. I don't know. My point is, I don't know what was different about it. I, that's what I'm wondering. I don't know if it was different before. I can't really make that comparison. I don't know why they made the changes. Honestly, like I've been out of touch with Gears Five for a hot minute, so when I came into it, I happened to notice. I was like, "Hmm," I was like, "That's weird." I just, it's one of those moments where you're, where you're like, "I could have swore that I had this," and the fact that you remembered it, I'm like, "Oh, well, then I must have had it." Um, yeah, no, I spe- I specifically remember you telling me about it, and you having it when we played. Because um, I was actually looking up gear stuff. When was it? Yesterday, maybe. Yesterday for me, maybe it was today. I don't remember, but basically. I think that when I bought my Gears 5, I bought it from the Microsoft store, mm-hmm. which allows it to be like cross-platform. So I should be able to re-download it, but on my Xbox and still have my account and not have to like re-grind everything. I don't know. I got to look into it a little more, but I'm hoping that's the case. Okay. hoping that maybe with whatever update they did to fix that or make you have to re-earn your cards, that my uh, Sarah Connor will have new cards I can add to her. She had like eight cards total, and I was weird to buy like four or five of them. Oh, okay, actually, I haven't touched Sarah. Con- actually, we're, we're gonna we're gonna touch on like some of the characters and uh, my my opinions on how they affect your experience in Horde. Um, and I think there's certain things that developers don't need to change. Well, first of all, when I was, <clears throat> um, you don't really know this, but I didn't know this at the time either. Uh, when I was in when I was uh, streaming Horde, I actually ended up. Uh, a developer, you know, dropped, stopped, stopped in my stream, you know, from, from, from Gears 5. And oh, wow. yeah, I didn't even know that uh, until he started talking and he just straight up said, Hey, I'm a developer. You know, when I asked, you know, about it or like, how do you, what, what do you, do you play the game? He's like, Oh yeah, I play the game. All right. I'm a developer for it. I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> what kind? Um, but I thought that was kind of cool that, you know, but he wasn't really working on, you know, I guess the horde portion, you know, he was working on something else. But uh, one thing, the reason why I found, I guess the one thing that confirmed my, my issue with the game. Well, so when I when I was uh, when I was talking to TJ, <clears throat> I had I had a problem with um, I had I had a problem uh, with, with Horde because it just it's, it just see it got boring depending upon the character that I chose and the difficulty that I decided to play Horde on, and I feel that my problem with Horde is that some of these characters become obsolete past certain difficulties because how powerful or and tanky the enemies become i've noticed that um and i understand I, and i understand that you know as as the round progresses you're supposed to get more tactical and be be more careful you know with your encounters yes but even with like my max skill cards in certain areas i feel that i you know i feel that other characters don't necessarily compliment me and like I'm, 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 and I'm talking about like other roles. Like so, each each character has specific roles. Sometimes they have duplicate roles, but there's either the roles that I'm talking about is either support, engineer, offense, 
or a tank or a scout. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, well, the only ones that I see that are really compatible are the engineers, uh, the ones that do damage, which I, which I, I think they're called. I, honestly, I don't know what they're called. I mean, I know Tank is a DPS. I know Tank is – not Tank. I know Kate uh, does, does a massive d- damage, but I think she's called a scout, I think. Yeah, she's she's like that kind of character. Yeah, but then you have like JD and Marcus, which well, JD he's more of a he's 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 a powerful character too. So the reason why yeah. the reason why the reason why JD and Cat or Kate are are very similar is because they do the most amount of damage and they have the bleed effect, which which causes them to do more damage. And I was like, oh, okay. Marcus, on the other hand, he's kind of useless actually. I mean, to be perfectly honest with you, he's kind of useless. Um, but like. My, my point is, <clears throat> uh, I think you can agree with me on this. There's some skill cards that are too situational to become practical, you know what I mean, to apply. And there's some cards that don't even apply at all. That that That's something. And that that one right there specifically is was referring to Lonnie. Uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, Lonnie from Escape. From you know that's one of the characters that were, that, that was primarily in Escape. So for those of you, so for for those of you that do not know, uh, there's a there's a game mode called Escape where you know you're you're basically in the 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 enemy territory and you basically infiltrate by getting captured purposefully and plant bio bio uh, bombs uh, bio bombs in their territory and escaping you know with with limited ammunition. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's supposed to be a, a sense of urgency, you know, intense, you know, kind of game mode. Um, and we talked about how we felt about that. But uh, the three, the main characters you can only play as was either Lonnie, Keegan, or Mac. And they have their own little roles as well, right? Now, Lonnie, when I was talking about, you know, some cards being too, too situational to be practical or cards not applying at all, Lonnie fits this description perfectly. So when it comes to practical um, she has a skill card that require, you know, that uh, um, that actually uh, that's, that that gives you a killing an enemy from behind. I uh, no no, I'm sorry, sorry. Killing an enemy from behind grants you more damage. I mean, I'm like, the reason why I feel that's not practical in Horde because you can't sneak up on an enemy. It's I think it's kind of rare. I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's rare because because I think the only time you can sneak up on an enemy is if they're already engaged in battle with someone else or if you're invisible. And even then, even if even if someone else has taken most of the the the, uh, the what, do you, what do you call it the um, and the aggro, you know, taking all the attention, I've known I've known some enemies that would just turn around and just 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 look at you now or shoot at you and you're coming for them or they'll or they'll behave weird. Like you ever try to sneak up against an enemy and it's like they it's like they got ass in the back of their head, so they'll start walking the other direction while you're chasing them. You ever notice that? Yeah. Yeah, they just run away. I freaking hate that. Or they'll get in cover just for no reason when they were in the open the entire time. But as soon as I start rushing up on them, they'll just start going in cover. I'm like, bro, you're not even looking at me. So why are you going to cover all of a sudden? You weren't going to cover when you are shooting TJ, but all of a sudden, since I'm coming after you, you're still shooting at TJ, but you're just going to cover. Like, you're not even looking at me. So, yeah, so or they or they stick you with a grenade. Oh my gosh, that was, that thing that happens a lot more in Gears Four, like. It doesn't really happen in Gears Five for real. I just I don't get that. I, I just I feel like what what happens in Gear Five? Do they chainsaw me? I feel like they they were always getting me with something. That, that's because the enemies that 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 we were fighting they in Gears Five. I'm sorry, in Gears Four, they had lancers and they had the uh, the the uh, the grenades that stick to you, like the, the the frag grenades. 
So they they, they would yeah. give grenadiers frag grenades, and they would they would give some of the weaker uh, weaker enemies um, uh, lancers, and you just get chainsaw sometimes. And like I said, with the, with the gears five, the the grenadiers they they did just have uh, flash grenades, flashbang grenades. So like I have not I, I did not get stuck one time. Like there's no one sticking anyone in gears five. I think they just took that away. And honestly, I don't I, I don't think uh, none of none of the enemies in Gears Five Horde they they don't have a lancer. Yeah, I guess you're right. I, I can't remember now. I guess they just have that one guy that runs and like chokes you and drags you away. And... Oh, the sire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He steals. You. Yeah, that's actually. It's, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. As annoying as that is, I think that's very creative. Um, I think. Yeah, I, 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 honestly, I, w- I wouldn't. I wouldn't change that. I think that's a good idea because in my mind you're like, oh well, uh, no, that's kind of cheating. Well, it's not cheating. I mean, look, you just need to be careful who you're around. But also, an- an- another thing um, before I get into my other, I kind of got off track here, but you know, forget it. Um, so, like when it comes to <clears throat> when it, when it comes to the the skill cards being too situational to become practical. <clears throat> when I got cards that that you know, because you want to do more. The whole point in horde is to do more damage, right? You want or be like that's the whole point. You want to do as much damage as possible and help your teammates out in some kind of way. Those are really the two things, right? You want to do, do good, do, you want to do good damage and be supportive for your teammates if that's possible. Okay. Well, with some of the cards, depending upon the role that you chose for that character, if, if the, if the cards you have don't really enhance your role or make it, or makes it hard for you to be a support player or a DPS player, then it's just a frustrating experience because you're like, well, it limits your options. You know what I'm saying? I know that sounds silly, but it, it kind of limits your options, even though you have options, but the options aren't good. They're not practical. So yeah. the- No, 100%. I mean, I remember looking at all the cards. Like, that's the first thing I did is look through all the characters and all the cards. Yeah. And right, half of them just, either they have only like, like I said, Sarah Connor only had like eight cards you could apply to her. And out of those eight cards, half of them are trash. Yeah. So, or you have people like Kate, like 20 to 30 cards that you can apply to her just, so i mean yeah. it's like some characters are just the balancing just isn't there. yeah that's that's what i'm saying it's, just, it's not there and it just uh, like i think there needs to be even playing field in terms of the 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 i guess you could say the effectiveness of their role and and and, and the card the skill cards that you get to make that role more prevalent more more essential you know uh just more effective Rather than just like cheeky, you feel what I'm saying? Because I feel like they'll throw. In, I feel like they throw in some cards that are just more like cheeky and kind of silly, you know, and like more fun to use. But I'm like, I'm trying to just get kills here and help my teammates out. How? How? How's? How's me? I don't know. Just I can't really point out all the cards because there's so many skill cards for each character. Um, but yeah. So and and another thing, another problem I have is what is uh, uh, is that there's some cards that don't even apply in this game mode at all. Now, when I say some, I mean as far as I know, there's 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 two cards that Lonnie has that you can't that doesn't apply in Horde mode. Okay, there's actually there's actually a card that's dealing with Venom, and I, I didn't know what that was. So this card's called Venom Resonance. I'm, I'm I'm sorry, not Resonance, Venom Resistance, and it says damage taken while in Venom reduces that damage you know given to you so i'm like oh okay i guess i guess that's cool the only problem is i don't know what venom is right (laughs) so tj i was talking to tj and tj was like um 
that's that gunk stuff that you know that the uh, that the enemy spit out at you. So like the pouncer or the snatcher or the 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 carrier, you know the stuff the stuff they spit on the ground when you're in that. Yeah, that's what he said, and it, and it seemed right. I'm like, well, because because by process of elimination, what else could it really be, right? I was like, but it doesn't really make any sense because that seems way too specific. So you're telling me I have to? I, are you telling me that I have to put myself in harm's way? to take less damage that's stupid you know what i mean yeah. like that's that's that's, that's stupid uh but the, the, this is where the developer this is how i knew there was the developer in the stream so we started talking he actually confirmed he said hey no venom is the, is is the stuff like is is, is made out of is, is the stuff in escape you know like the, the 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 bomb that you set off hmm, okay. when you're in that like when you're in that you take damage over time so like the whole point. So if you're in that, that's that's venom. That's the venom that they're talking about. That's that's why I was really upset because I liked Lonnie because it was different. And I'll I'll get to each character like their their abilities, like their ultimate abilities, and then their passive ability. And I can go into that. But that that's the problem I had with it because I'm like, I'm like, well, now I'm kind of limited into what kind of cards I choose. So not only I'm getting cards that are not they're, that are not practical, like. So for those of you guys that don't know, each character has skill cards, you know, for Horde that that can enhance your experience by, you know, and enhancing their 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 their, their role, their performance, making it more effective, right? So if you're more of a DPS player, where well, your cards are going to be more centered around you doing more DPS in some kind of way, right? If you're a more of a tank player, then you'll have maybe something with health, you know, health generation, you know, health regeneration, you know what I mean? Helping other players help regenerate health, you know, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Um, well, for her, I'm like, I noticed her, her cause I, I, I noticed her gold skill card. So like the, the, the skill cards that you get are, are categorized by color. And the color of it, I guess, will determine, I guess, how rare, you know, the card drops for you. But my point is there's green, there's blue, there's purple, and there's gold. And the purple and gold, or even blue, is kind of are like, depending on, I guess, depending upon your play style, will determine if it's good fit, for, if it's a good fit or not. That's totally up to you. But you, you would think the gold skill card will be like, I, right. and, and usually the gold skill card is, 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 is directs, uh, directly affects your ultimate ability. You know what I'm saying? So the skill card, uh, for for Lonnie, I believe it was kills behind kills behind enemies' backs. Uh, increase your 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 ult ability by like one point five seconds or something or fifteen seconds. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 I'm sorry. I think I think that's it, it. It decreases the timer for fifteen seconds. And I'm like, that's stupid. First of all, how, how am I gonna get behind them? And two, I mean, am I killing them while I'm in my super? Or my, or, or are you just talking about if I kill from behind, it 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 de- it decreases my 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 reset my 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 reset timer, you know my ultimate my ultimate uh, skill timer, you know what I mean? Like, like sometimes the wording, you know, the semantics are confusing. I'm like, what does this mean? Like that's the problem. Like with the venom, like what is venom? I, I don't know. I never play. I I play escape what twice, and I'm like, well, why would you make the? Why would you give these characters a transition to hoard, make them playable and horde? And not even think about adjusting the cards that they have, or at least giving them more. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh my. No. <sighs> yeah, I was I was very frustrated, and uh, um, I think that's why o- overall, um, as a whole, when I play Horde, that's why uh, that's what I was talking about. Well, all, some characters are just useful up to a certain point. 
You know what I mean? So my, my point is, I understand that we're supposed to like, you know, as the round progresses, we're supposed to play more tact, more, more tactful and, you know, smart because the enemies do more damage and are more accurate and they have more health. Okay, I understand that. But what is the point of me getting all these skill cards and grinding all, all these hours? And let alone, because the, the, first of all, like you get X amount of cards per round. I think like four cards per round, I believe. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, four cards every 10 rounds, I believe. But at the same time, you don't really have control over what kind of cards you get. So it's RNG. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, great. Yeah. So doing if you're doing horde mode, like normal horde mode, that takes at least a, at least an hour of your time. Okay. And the fact that I'm grinding for these cards and the cards that I'm getting aren't even useful, I'm like then why would I even even use this character? This character's trash. Like I, for example, Foz, I will ne- you'll never see me use Foz. Foz is trash. Is he the sniper? Yes. You can, you, yeah, he's, he's yeah. not powerful. You can, you can shoot. His ultimate ability is that you can shoot behind walls. Ooh. You can shoot through walls. Ooh. <laughs> that means nothing because, number one, the enemies, you know, the enemies, uh, over time, over time, it will mean nothing over time because the enemies are tankier and uh, they deal more damage. So that means sometimes you spend a lot more time in cover. And sometimes this game can be a little buggy or the enemies can appear janky where they just like move and dodge their head. And, you know, I mean, you, you know, that, that, that just happens. But uh, yeah, all, all his skills are made for distance. And as soon as the enemies like flank you or push up on you, you know, like, he's pretty useless. Yeah, you're, it's pretty useless. Yeah, because why? Why? Because you, you, you don't have enough. And like I said, I think it's also cool. I forgot. I forgot to bring up. I think it's also cool that like each character uh during during the during during the actual horde game like you each character can actually uh, have have perks that can actually upgrade themselves with so as an example i play as lonnie sometimes so uh during the intermission rounds after like a round is over uh, during intermission if you hit y you have an option to upgrade you know yourself just a little bit so for lonnie she has increased movement speed um increased uh uh ammo capacity and increased health regeneration and and just increased health, you know what I mean. And uh, you know each character has their own. I, I believe each character has their own, you know, uh, perks because they're not all the same. But I think that's also helpful as well. But sometimes, man, like the compared to the enemies, it's just. It's, uh, I mean, I guess it's supposed to be that way. But sometimes I I, I feel like I, I feel like the, I feel like it's the division two all over again. Sometimes I'm like, dude, I, I can't peek for two seconds. And I make this build, <laughs> and I'm powerful, and I'm I'm down. I'm like, great. Can I? Can we get a jack of it? What if, what if we don't have a jack? You know what I mean, Jack? Because he's he's the only dude that can really heal you from a distance. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and, and I think another problem I have with Gears Five is that they need to work on notifying you of certain important things. So, for example, if your teammate goes down, there's times you just don't know or you don't see them. You feel what I'm saying? So. Like yeah. if, a, if you're if you're if you're uh, if you're, if your teammate goes down, there you get notified, but it's in very small text, and it's and it's and it's in an inconvenient place, you know, on the screen, and like you you hear them, they say, "Oh, I'm bleeding out," or "I'm down," or like, "Yeah," but you hear that, but you you're you're getting shot at, and it's hard to find where they are. So sometimes you have to like you know what's the, what's the hit the left bumper, hold down the left bumper if you're on Xbox, so you can kind of see where, like, your teammates are if they're down there. But, like, bro, like, make it kind of... I don't, like, put it, like, right in the middle of the screen. 
but like put it like big enough to where I see it, like, oh, teammate down. Okay, dead. okay, I need to go find him. You know, what I mean? alert them. So like, cause sometimes I don't honestly, I really believe I don't really think because when you play with like blueberries, when you play with uh, random people, and you guys aren't communicating. If someone goes down, I really don't think that people are just being jerks, like by not picking you up. I I, I genuinely believe that people just don't see you because they're so focused on not dying. There's so much going on. Yeah. There's so much blood and so much going on. So many explosions. I mean, if someone goes down, you can't really see them. And you're scared that you'll go down yourself. Got my fault. What were you going to say? No, I mean, I'm still going to talk smack and say that it's the blueberry's fault always. But <laughs> no, I mean, there, there's I mean, there's a times where I had no idea someone's down. There's times someone goes down and, you know, it's because our own spawn was like invaded. And it's like, oh, well, I can't go back over there because there's too many enemies. And, you know, you have to wait it out. But. Yes, yes. Yeah. Another thing, the spawns too in this game is some sometimes where I had enemies spawn literally on top of me, and I didn't like I'm I'm in a choke point. I'm like what? And I, I had to be a bug because like sometimes they wouldn't shoot at me. They would just they would just sit there. And but still, there's times where if that didn't happen, depending upon the round, like, can you imagine you're on round forty nine or you're on round fifty, and you die on round fifty because some enemy literally spawned on top of you. And the crazy thing is, as soon as enemies spawn, they fire right, right away. Like they're just right away. There's no delay. You know, they they they're perfect yeah. aim. You know, they they have great damage. So as soon as they spawn, bam, bam, bam. Like you have to like be ready. So that's the frustrating thing right there too. So. If you're trying your best to be prepared to be ready and you go down, like, okay, great. Uh, oh, okay, awesome. All right, so like, real quick, I'm going to get into the characters that you can play as. Uh, well, first, I mean, like I said, I can just, I guess I'll, I'll talk about the, the three characters from Escape. Just in case you didn't play, the, uh, for those people that, that have never played the game mode Escape, uh, the three characters that, that you can play as now from Escape are Lonnie, Keegan, and Mac. Lonnie, uh, she's a scout. And her ultimate is enemies get shocked when you melee them. And she has increased, when you pop your ultimate, she has increased melee and sprint speed. Um, and her passive ability is that power from nearby kills increased by 25%. So what I, what that, what I believe that means is if you get a kill nearby, the, the power or the, the money that's dropped by enemies is increased by 25% if you're close enough when you kill them. Keegan, he's a support player. And his ultimate is uh, you regenerate. He, he regenerates ammo for nearby enemies. And, um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, not not sorry. He regenerates ammo for nearby uh, <laughs> allies. Oh, I don't know why I said enemy. Booking up the enemy. Yeah, right. Here you go, y'all. <laughs> um, and his passive ability is if enemies get marked by you know if if you if the enemies that you get that you mark if I'm sorry the enemies you kill that are marked by you they they recharge your ultimate faster so. Uh, and Mac, he's a tank build, and his ultimate is uh, he deploys an, in, an invulnerable mobile shield. And his passive ability is damage you take slowly. Uh, the damage you take slowly charges your ultimate. Okay, now the, now, the, now the new enemies that you have to earn, you know, through either you, you either enemies you have to buy or earn, the Cog Gear, Baird, Cole, Clayton Carmine, or Lizzie. Cog Gear, he's more of a support role. And his ultimate ability is team revive. Uh, you, you can, he can revive anyone that's down. I don't think if they're, if they're like just like dead, you can't revive. But if they're like down but not out, he can he can revive everybody at the same time. Um, his passive ability: if enemies are marked, like 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 the previous one, if if uh, enemies that he marked are, are dead, then he his uh, his ultimate ability gets recharged faster. Baird, he's an engineer. 
his ultimate ability is that he actually summons a DR1. That's like the giant robot with a minigun. Uh, and then his passive ability is uh, he, you, you can buy fortifications at a cheaper price and you can carry the fortifications faster. Um, Cole, he's more of an offensive player. Um, and his ultimate is that he leaves a trail of fire while running and it can ignite and stagger enemies. And this can cause burn damage to the enemies as well. His passive ability is that uh, he can power punch while running and can, and can get stemmed for successful kills with that punch. Uh, Clayton Carmine, he's more of a tank character. His ultimate ability is that he deflects bullets back at enemies. And his passive ability is the damage that he takes over time slowly charges his ultimate ability. And the last one is Lizzie. Uh, she's also a tank character. She can, actually, she, she can actually summon and pilot a silverback. And her passive ability is that if enemies are marked, you know, the, the enemies that she marks die. I'm sorry, the enemies that are killed. The, uh, anyway, enemies that she marked, if, 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 if the enemies died, I can't even say, why, am I, why is this so hard to say? You know what I'm trying to say, right? <laughs> the enemies that died, if she marked enemies and they died, then the, it recharges her, her ultimate ability. My gosh, that was so hard to even say. Uh, but yeah, so, and, and within, with, and like I said, within these, uh, these roles here, these characters are unique, you know, in themselves and they can be fun, you know, they can be useful, but let's be honest, the only time they're, they're, they're useful and fun up to a certain point, meaning I think the highest you can probably go in, in, in horror difficulty, if you want it to be, if you want to be relative, if you want to have that freedom is, is, is in, uh, the advanced difficulty. I think anything above advanced is is you're gonna have a tough time. It's just you're gonna you're gonna spend a lot of time behind cover and just shooting from a distance and not really making a difference. That's how I feel. Even in your ultimate ability, you're not you're not that's you're not good. It's just not it's not a good situation. You know, like that's why I feel that they need to do a complete revamp on some of these skill cards here. And look, you look. I'll say fine. Keep the damage. You know what I mean. You want to you fine. Keep keep the damage that the enemies deal. That's fine. Whatever. Okay. You know, especially if you increase the damage, you know, uh, especially if you increase the difficulty of the horde game, that's that's that, that makes sense. But how about I'm not asking I'm not asking for an easier I'm not asking for an easier game. I'm I'm not asking for enemies to hit uh, hit softer or easier game. What I'm saying is make the make the characters more interesting. Give me a reason why I should use different characters. You made all these characters to play, but the majority of people are playing Kate, JD, Cat, and Dell. That's really it, honestly. If you want to be, if you want to keep it simple, just really three: Cat, Dell, or Jack. That is it, because those three guys are the most essential in the game. Dell's an engineer, and he, I think, he's the one that actually provides the best benefits as an engineer. Jack, he can actually help fortify. You know, fortify. He can help you. He can help with your fortifications. But more importantly, he can turn invisible, and he can make extra money just by melting weapons on the field, and he can heal you from a distance. Okay. Yeah. And Kate, she's she's a powerhouse. She's a, she's a she is a powerhouse. I know JD's a powerhouse too, but let's be honest, Kate is. It makes more sense. It's more practical to use her as a power character because the the, the only way she, her her uh, the only way she she gets she gets her power is by using shotguns. That's it. Uh, JD, I think he uh, the only way he he gets his bleed effect is if he uses that uh, the grenade launcher. Uh, on on his lancer, the grenade launcher ability, but it's specifically that ability, like the special ammo of the of the lancer, and I'm like, eh, eh, 
because you're not you're not going to always have that. So with yeah. Kato, no, it's super it's super strong. The, the grenade launcher, I love that thing. But you're right, like the ammo. Once you fire your like three shots, like I never see any more ammo. Yeah, again. so that doesn't make sense. Really, Kate, Dell, and freaking Jack. So my there. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just just give. No, I'm just going. Well, to what would you say? She's, I said Sarah Connor. <laughs> okay, yeah. He's like a little underpowered. I feel like um, lack of cards. Her her special. I forget what it is. Like her super something with the shotgun. Like it does like bonus damage or something. But even then, even then, it just yeah. it's just not as an impactful card. Or maybe like 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 I said, for example, Lonnie, the one from from Escape. One of her, the one of the damage things, she, like she's kind of like an assassin, so she's a scout, right? So she, you know, you should, honestly, yeah. her, her, her damage, like her damage comes from her melee and her sneak attacks. You know what I mean? Her executions, right? But first of all, we already we already talked about how impractical how impractical it is to sneak behind an enemy and horde. It just doesn't really happen. And even when you're invisible, the enemies are so weird in terms of how they move. There's no like turning. It's more of like a glide turn. If that makes sense, you know what I mean. There's no like a fluid turn, or it's 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 just not that practical. So like killing from behind, that I think that's a stupid skill to have. It's dumb. It's dumb. Um. Uh. But yeah, like for her, it's 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 melee. Like it's melee attacks. That's her. That's where her power comes from. And even then, like I said, I, I, even I don't have all the cards. I think I'm at like level three. And I was gonna say, uh, I think. You, you like you obviously. So, no, the only way to level up your skill cards is if you get duplicates of them, okay? And the more duplicates you get, the more powerful that you get, right? But you, you only can level up your dupe, you only get you, you only can level up your, your uh, duplicate cards five times, okay? Now, I'm not saying, I'm not saying you get five cards, I'm not saying you get five duplicate cards. No, what I'm saying is it's like it's like levels to this. So, for, for example, my melee ability is at a level one, right? If I want to level my melee damage up or my skill card up, I need duplicates to increase the damage, right? So it's requiring me at level one to get at least three duplicates to increase the damage. Now, now that I'm at level two of my, you know, damage card of like melee, now it's requiring, in order for me to level up to level three, it's requiring me to get five duplicates of that card. Hopefully that makes sense. So the 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 problem I have with that is, like I said, I mean, well, I, I won't, I don't know. I feel like, well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just me, but uh, oh, oh, okay. So that, that's another thing. Um, you could also now, now granted, if uh, there's another way you can upgrade your cards without getting duplicates, and that's by using scrap. Now, this, this is the in-game currency that I'm talking about. Now, I believe I think the only way to get scrap is just by just simply playing the game. Okay. The problem I have with that is I, I don't think I don't think you get enough of it, and I think there's a reason for that, right? Can you imagine getting a bunch of it then? You don't really the, the cards almost become useless, like getting duplicate cards, or or should I say, not even useless. You just you you'd level up too quickly, I guess, if that makes sense. Maybe I guess, but I still don't feel like I'm leveling up quick enough. I don't know. That's just me. Um, but you know, like if you didn't have the duplicate cards you wanted, you could use X amount of scrap to upgrade it to the next level. Now, obviously, the more you upgrade the card, the more it's going to come in cost. Now, the problem, another problem I had, because we're about to end the podcast soon, like it's like in a couple minutes. Um, another problem I have with, with Gears 5 is, is the, the duplicate system. TJ and I, we have, we, we've reached max 
skill level on some of these cards. And we we have like either over 20 or 30 duplicates of that card. And but we're already maxed out. We're still getting these cards. So the problem I have with it is like we're just getting all these cards in excess, but we're not getting any scrap for it. You understand what I'm saying? So I think it'd be nice because back in Gears of War 4, you used to be able to dismantle certain cards you didn't want. And in return, it will give you X amount of scrap. And so you can actually reuse it. You know what I mean? Now it's just like I'm getting all these duplicates. And now I felt like my time has been wasted an hour or two in Horde. And I, I didn't get the cards I wanted. And I'm getting duplicates. And now it's like I just got XP. Great. Like I, I, you go into Horde to level up. You know what I'm saying? And to get the cards to make you stronger. You know what I mean? Or to, uh, to uh, amplify your, your ability you know, for said role. And uh, like I said, I think there's a lot of revamps that, you know, that just, that needs to happen, you know? So, I mean, there's a lot of, there's, there's a, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of options in terms of character for Horde specifically. There's a lot of characters that offer different roles and benefits, but at the end of the day, it almost becomes obsolete because of the damage that's being done and how tanky the enemies are, you know, in, in the Horde match. So now you're almost forced to just stay behind cover and not really feel useful. I actually was like falling asleep last night playing with TJ. I'm like, man, I'm bored. He said, why? I said, I'm, I, don't, I don't feel like I'm making a difference here. Like, I, I really don't. I'm literally yeah. hiding my, like, only time I feel like bold is when I use my super. And my super doesn't even last long. How about that? For Lonnie, for Lonnie, make, give her a card that increases the super duration. You know what I mean? Or, inc- or how about this? If it doesn't increase super duration, how about when you pop your super, melee damage is at 100%. That way, boom, 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 boom. I can do a lot more damage. That way, it's, it's almost equivalent to having it <coughs> a longer ultimate time. You know what I mean? So, like, I, I can have uh, I, I can have a short ultimate. It's like, it's like having a short ultimate time with increased damage versus having a long ultimate time with with uh, little damage. You know what I mean? It's kind of kind of evens out, I guess, to a certain degree. Maybe. You know what I mean? But like, how about that? Make those cards like that. You know, what I mean? give me cards like, and I don't think they really thought it through. I feel like, all right, you could just play as these characters. Now I'm like, why would I do that? You just it's like a slap in the face. Why? You're just wasting your time. I'm gonna go back to Kate. I'm gonna go. You know what I mean? It's like it's and then and that's when it gets boring because now all you're doing is just being a powerhouse. You know what I mean? Or just building things or just reviving people. It just gets boring after a while. Now you're like, I don't want. I want to. I want to play someone else. I'm gonna try their other other roles. And it's like, why would you want to do that? Because you're gonna get you're you're you either you're gonna get really bored. You know what I mean? Or or feel really useless. You know what I'm saying? And I've. Well, I mean, you might not even have an option because, you know, you're going to get some 10-year-old who also wants to play as Kate, and then they're going to auto-swap you to somebody else because you're both... Yo, that's right! That's another problem I have with this... That's another one, bro. That's another problem I have with Gears 5. Like, like Paul nailed it right on the butt. You, There are no duplicate characters. Now, there are times, actually, I can recall where I was, I was allowed, for some reason, it just allowed me to have a duplicate character. There was like two Kates on the field or something. There was like two JDs. Like, I, I happened to see that a couple of times when I first started playing the game. But, man, there's no – but as, as it goes, when you play Horde, if you go to a lobby or whatever, I think only time you can do – I think the only time you can do duplicate characters is if you host your own private match, like your own Horde match. I think that's the only time. I think. But even – yeah, but that's, that's, that's stupid. stupid. That's what I'm saying. Like, why are you? Why are you forcing me? Like, you can't. You you can't use duplicate characters. So, why are you forcing me to play this character? What if I What if I need to level this character up? And th- and look, let's say I'm I just started the game, 
and I just want to I just want to play Horde mode, and I like Kate. And some dude that's like level eighteen as Kate wants to stay. He's not going to switch. Why would he switch? But like I'm I'm just starting as Kate, and I'm starting at like level beginner or or level you know intermediate. And I'm like, I want to play as Kate. I want to, you know, you want to, I just started. So I know it's going to be a little difficult, but it's, it should be enough for me to like get some experience and get some cards. But like, oh, you're just, oh, come on guys. Think like, I, I feel like this is something, I, I mean, I, I don't know how busy they are. You know, I don't know. Cause it, obviously it gets oversighted, but uh, yeah, it's just very frustrating. Anyway, uh, do you want to add any closing remarks? I know I've been talking a lot, but I guess that's because I play, I've been playing it more and, uh, I don't think it was the last time you played Gears, uh, Paul. Like, <clears throat> uh, yeah. So it's been a while. So that's why I've been doing most of the talking. I know he has played it too. Yeah. But I, I've been playing a little bit more recently, and I've noticed a lot of changes that I just kind of don't like. Um, anything else you want to add before we get off? Because I, I got a call like in a couple minutes. Yeah. No worries. Uh, I don't have much to add. I just know that I get my internet in like two days, and when I go to work on Tuesday. My Xbox is going to be downloading game after game after game after game and stuff that I just don't have right now so I can get caught back up on all this stuff. Okay, perfect. All right, well, yeah, dude. Uh, well, yeah, thanks for uh, coming in and tuning into the show. Um, I have, like I said before, y'all, yeah, uh, uh, we're going to try to get Sinbon back in here. Uh, we're going to try to work something out. Uh, and there was also, I guess, the technical difficulties as well where sometimes the invitations you know, to the call wouldn't come through or it just wouldn't work. So we're, we're working on that. We're I'm really, we're really trying to just keep it consistent as possible. But anyway, uh, thank you guys, you know, for listening to the EBD podcast, uh, where we talk about everything but destiny. And until next time, we will see you next week. See ya. Namaste.